So, remember that David used to have a wife. He used to. What? And really, he, he... I'm not sure exactly at what point this happens, but at some point here, when Saul is chasing David and trying to kill him, Saul takes Michael, his daughter, who's David's wife, and gives her to someone else. What? Why? Because he's a bad person. The girl that she loved? No, loved? Saul's a bad person. Oh, yeah. So, David now is out there with his men, and they're in another wilderness. They're in a lot of wildernesses. A wilderness means like, like a place where there are the no towns. Yes, I yeah. know, I yeah. know, I know. So it could, it could be a desert, or it could be the mountains, or it could or be a big forest. forest. Yeah. What could be like, what it can be, like, by a river. Sure. Wilderness areas are really cool to go check out. Someday when you guys are older, I want to take you to a really cool place called Porcupine Mountains National Resort. Wilderness. Wilderness. It's on Lake Superior. The mountains aren't, like, big mountains, but it's still really cool. It, got, right it gets Lake 165 hundred. No. no? How much... No, I don't know, but they probably get a lot of snow in Porcupine Mountain. Not as much as the other place. I don't know if that's true or not. It's actually kind of close to, to that other place. Those are both in the UP, the UP of Michigan, which really should be part of Wisconsin. <laughs> well, that's it's, another story. It's not? Yeah, it's so no, it's much, part of Michigan. It's, it's directly connected Wait, to Wisconsin. It is not at all connected to the rest of Michigan, Man. but whatever. It's also but so much like Wisconsin. Yeah. But... Wait, but why? Can you tell us? I'll tell you some other time. So, anyway, they hang out in wildernesses a lot. Why do you think David and his men are in the wildernesses so much? Because they don't want to get caught. Yeah, there's, like, not a lot of people around. So it's a place where they can, like, go and kind of hide out. Now, there was a man in Mayon whose business was in Carmel. And he was very rich. He had 3,000 sheep and 1,000 goats. And he was shearing his sheep. That means he was cutting off their fur, their hair, their wool, because they would use wool, sheep wool. What do they use sheep wool for? Um, for making to put in your ears? No, no. To make, like, warm sweatshirts. Yep. And my socks that I'm wearing right now, and your socks that you're wearing right now, Anastasia, and Smart's not wearing socks, but these socks are made out of wool from sheep. Actually, both of ours are made from sheep that live in um, New Zealand. I think. What? I'm yeah. gonna go get mine on. Okay, later. So he's got all these sheep, and uh, the man's name was Nabal, and in Hebrew, the word Nabal means fool. I don't know why his parents named him that. That doesn't seem like a good name. And he had a wife named Abigail. Now, Abigail was discerning and beautiful. Discerning means like she understood things. She was wise. She could understand what was going on in a situation. But the man, Nabal, was harsh and badly behaved. <laughs> so he was probably rude. Temper tantrum. And yeah, he was probably cranky. <laughs> and he was harsh. So he didn't treat people kindly or gently. Now David was in the wilderness and he heard that Nabal was shearing the sheep. So David sent ten of his young men and he told them, go to Carmel and go to Nabal and greet him in my name and say to him, peace be to you and peace be to your house and peace be to all that you have. I hear that you have shearers. Now, 
your shepherds have been with us and we didn't do them any harm and we took care of them and we didn't take anything from them. Ask your ask them and they'll tell you. And please, if it's okay, if we could come on a feast day and give some food for us. When David's young men came, they said all this to Nabal and they waited. And Nabal said, who is David? Who is the son of Jesse? By the way, he just said, who is the son of Jesse after saying David, which means that like, he doesn't know who David is. Right? And then also, he says... he's also saying, kind of. He's saying, who who's is that? God? You're not wrong about that at all. You'll see in a second. He says, there are many servants these days who are breaking away from their masters. Shall I take my bread and my water and my meat that I've killed from my shears and give it to men who've come from I don't know where? So he's making fun of David. He's saying that he's accusing David of breaking away from Saul. He's accusing David of being disloyal. Wait, how does he know that? Well, probably part of what's happening is probably that people are saying that. Saul's saying that about David, which, of course, is a lie. David has been loyal to Saul, and Saul was attacking him anyway. So a lot of people were going around saying things like that about David. So he was really rude and he was really mean when David just, like, was really polite and kind. So David said to his men, everybody put on your sword. And he took 400 men, and they were going to go after Nabal. But one of the young men told Abigail, Nabal was that, bad, was that bad guy. One of the young men told Abigail, Nabal's wife. And they, they said what happened and how Nabal was. And they said to her, you know, your men, David's men were really good to us. We suffered no harm. We didn't miss anything. They, they were a wall to us. That means they, they protected us while we were keeping the sheep. So you should understand what's happening and how our master was a fool. How, you know, he should have helped them. And now David's mad and he's coming against him. And they said, our master in a ball, he's such a worthless man that you can't even speak to him. What they mean is if we tried to go and warn him and tell him that he's being rude and badly behaved and that David's coming against him with his soldiers, he's not going to listen because he's a fool that you can't correct. It's like there's a proverb in the, that was written by Solomon, David's son, about how um, a wise man takes correction gladly, but a fool just gets angry. What do you mean? What does he mean to like take correction? Because that what means if did, you're right. The wise man. Remember, I think he's saying this because he knows. Maybe he knows. Maybe Jesus told him. What? Well, what do you mean? What he means is... I think what he means is, like, because the well, wise men... Mm, not those wise men. Not those wise men. Just so generally... a wise man, wise. a person who is wise, is somebody, it says, who takes correction gladly. And by correction, it means, like, if he's wrong about something, or if you're wrong about something, or if you're doing something wrong, and somebody says, hey, that's not the right way to do that, or here's a better way to do that, or here's why what you're saying about that is wrong. A wise person doesn't get mad when someone tells them that they're wrong and shows them that they're wrong. A wise person listens, and like, understands, and changes. Yes, Samara? Um, sometime, one time, my friend, it was me one time, and it was my friend one time. One time, I... Um, did I said something wrong because I didn't actually know. It was like today. Mm-hmm. When I was reading a book, I didn't quite friends. T- 
told me that um she told me that there's a kind of bat black bat that's that sucks blood whoa because she learned about it mm-hmm. and a vampire bat but it doesn't suck human blood it sucks what well, whatever and i said no mm. but then when we read the book about bats it said in there, it's a non-fiction book, yeah. it said that there was kind of yeah. that, that's called. We are people, which means we are going to be wrong sometimes. We're going to be wrong a lot. And also... We're going to think we're right, time. and we're going to be wrong, and we're going to do something that we think is right, and it's going to be wrong. And being able to say, yeah, I was wrong, and admitting that, and changing, and listening. And if people know, if people know that you will listen when they tell you that you are wrong and not get angry and not act like a fool, then they will tell you more often. And they will also listen to you. Yes, Samara? Um, and also one time my friend did, said something once. She said she um, wasn't standing because she thought it was a real um, movie, like a real movie that was like, that had real facts, I would have loved said, and she thought that because um, her mother also thought that. Whoa. All right, so Abigail. And then, oh. um, when she watched the movie, it said in it that octopus, what's it called? Octopus? Yeah, octopuses have one leg, and they just, and they, what they do is they stick up. They, they stick their one leg together to the body, and then they undo it, and then they have those many legs, and then they attack people. Okay, we, we need to continue with our story, okay? Octopuses are very interesting. But. Yeah. But. So Abigail hurried and got 200 loaves of bread and two skins of wine and five sheep. You get a lot of meat from five sheep. And a bunch of grain for food, for bread, and uh, raisins, and figs. And she put them on donkeys. And she said, go on before me, and I'll come after you. Don't. But she didn't tell her husband. And she came uh, to see David and his men. They came down toward her, and she met them. And David said, surely in vain have I guarded all that this fellow has in the wilderness, so that nothing was missed of all that belonged to him, and he's returned me evil for good. So he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, destroy all of his soldiers. I'm going to destroy all of his men. Why? And Abigail, well, because Nabal was oh, bad I thought and you mean meant, and David was mad. I thought you said when, that to over all of his soldiers. No, all of Nabal's. When Abigail saw David, though, she hurried and got down. She fell at his feet and she said, listen to me. Like, let me, let me speak and hear the words of your servant. Let not my lord regard this worthless fellow Nabal, for as his name is, so is he. Nabal, which means fool, is his name, and he is a fool. But I, your servant, did not see the young men that my lord sent. So here's some some food. The lord has restrained you from blood guilt and from saving by your own hand. So don't go and kill this man. She's pointing out to David, it would not be wise for you to go and attack Nabal, because then you'd be trying to take vengeance Instead, here's some food. Please forgive the trespass of your servant, for I know that the Lord will make you a sure house. So where Nabal was a fool and listened to the lies and rumors that David was breaking away from Saul, she knew word had been going around in Israel among people who were listening to God's word. 
that David had been anointed to be the next king. And she believed that. But she said, you're in danger of doing something wrong if you go and attack Nabal and do this. And so D David was, was really happy that she came and told him this because she was wise. And he said to her, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who sent you this day to meet me. Blessed be your discretion and blessed be you. You've kept me this day from Wait, was that blood guilt. True? Yeah. Like, yes. God wanted her not to attack him. God wanted, want, didn't want David to do that. David would have been wrong if he had gone and attacked Nabal. Because even though Nabal had done something that was wrong and rude and foolish, that didn't mean David should kill him. Yeah. I think part of what was happening is David had been, doing, had been so wise by not attacking Saul, but maybe he just kind of lost it now that Nabal was acting like this too. And Nabal wasn't like the anointed of the Lord. But then Abigail reminded David. So he said, peace to you and your house. I'm so glad that you came and, and talked to me. So Abigail went to Nabal, and he's holding a feast, and Nabal's heart was merry because he was drunk. He'd been drinking too much. <laughs> so she didn't tell him anything about it. He's and in the morning, when the wine was gone, she told him all about it, and when she told him that she had brought the food to David and how David had been going to come and attack him, but then she brought the food and David wasn't, his heart stopped, and he died. What? Yeah, he probably had a heart attack. Because he oh, he didn't die right away. He was drunk. Yeah, so he didn't die right away. I thought it said he did. It says this. His heart died within him and he became as a stone. And about 10 days later, the Lord struck Nabal and he died. So I'm not sure what kind of malady the Lord struck him with. Because if it says that his heart stopped, I'm not sure how he lived 10 more days. His heart must have stopped and then started again. Maybe he did have a heart attack, but it didn't kill him right away. I don't know. So when David heard that Nabal was dead, he said... Blessed be the Lord who has avenged the insult. He's saying, I'm glad, Abigail, that you convinced me that I shouldn't go and take vengeance, but to trust in the Lord. And the Lord brought vengeance against Nabal. David understood that the Lord was the one who had, had ended Nabal's life because of Nabal's foolishness. He said, the Lord has returned the evil of Nabal on his own head. So then David sent and spoke to Abigail and asked her to be his wife. Because he thought, well, she's really smart. She's wise and beautiful. And did he say... She said yes. So she came and they were married. And uh, she came with him. Yeah, and then he gets like seven more wives. He does. After that, he takes Ahinoam of Jezreel. And now he has two wives. So Michael had been given to someone else. So he shouldn't have two wives. Uh-huh. But in that, in, in that They time, did that a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, a rule that you couldn't... Well, no, it was. God didn't make it. Yeah, there wasn't a law in the land. Like, there's a law in our land. God didn't want people to do that, and it caused a lot of problems. But he didn't like always tell them that. Rachel and Leah. Yes. Yep. He did tell them that. Well, I think they should have known that, because when he made Adam and Eve, it says, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they had that word from God that God made Adam and Eve two to become yeah. one flesh so I think they should have known but when you find people like David or other people having more than one wives at this time God doesn't come and tell them not to do that we don't know all the reasons why God did that back then why he didn't like come and tell them not to do that but later he did yeah but they did he just dead David? no David was dead that, that time. He's changing. At a certain point. So, Aww. the important thing is how 
this wisdom that Abigail brings from the Lord and about not taking vengeance and trusting in the Lord to do what is right. And we can trust in the Lord to do what is right and to take care of us and to take vengeance if he wants to because we trusted Jesus. That's ultimate wisdom. She, Abigail shows us wisdom here, but the Bible says that Jesus is wisdom from God. 